Are you embarrassed for your friends to find out you listen to this podcast? Well, then use our sponsor, NordVPN. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome back to this week of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm Alicia. And this week we are talking about podcasting, which is kind of meta. So meta. Well, I was like, it would also be meta if our stuffed animals hosted because they both can talk. Right. Oh my gosh. Wait. (laughs) He's not saying anything. Oliver, please. (laughs) I'll just stay here and eat some fizzles. That's literally so scary. (laughs) Oliver's not talking. He's camera shy. (laughs) Take your (laughs) bow silence. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he's actually given up speaking for lent <laughs> oh yeah i decided that for lent i'm giving up suicide jokes oh my gosh i literally said that daily i was <gasps> those were my two things that i was giving up were um cussing and saying that i was gonna kill myself so and i haven't funny. been doing great with either that's so, so funny. wait i'm like really scared that oliver can't talk anymore but maybe that's a good thing so we'll address that later um but anyways this week we want to talk about our podcast, podcasts that we like, the art of podcasting, what we've learned, um, just kind of take a behind the scenes look into what it is to be a podcaster, if you will, which perfectly ties into the fact that this week we are able to be monetized. So we have not established like whether or not we're going to read ads. Our um, hosting platform is Anchor. Love you, Anchor, XOXO. Um, It's a Spotify adjacent service. And now we are eligible to add ads into our service or to read them ourselves. Um, I I don't know. I was talking to some friends about this and I was like, is it ethical to ask our friends to listen? Like, I feel like asking our friends to listen to our podcast, period, is a crime. No. Asking them to listen to ads in the podcast that we produce seems like a secondary crime. So, But people can always skip. I've never thought about it and I've never felt compelled to skip through an ad in a podcast. But like, you Mm -hmm. can. Um, I do sometimes if they're at the beginning, like if they're timed well. Hmm. That being said, please slap us if we ever promote BetterHelp. (laughs) Yeah, if there's any sort of like online counseling service that we start promoting, you can just unsubscribe, dislike, rate poorly. Yeah. So, Um, um, anyways, but what... When did you first encounter a podcast? Do you remember the first okay. time you listened to a podcast? I was thinking about this because I knew you were going to ask me. Um, and at first I thought it was like at the start of the pandemic. But then I realized I definitely have memories of listening to podcasts in high school. So mm. I want to say maybe like senior year of high school. Um, and usually I would only listen to a podcast if like a YouTuber that I liked or a celebrity that I liked created a podcast um and now i've sort of branched out but it is kind of like for me a host has to like already have credibility in order for me Mm -hmm. to listen um yeah like yeah yeah we we can get more into that later if you want yeah um my first podcast i listened to a lot of audiobooks growing up which isn't quite a podcast but it's a jason like a lot of different like yeah, or like Bible stories yeah. on audio and things like that. And so I've really, really like storytelling that way. I'm not a big vlog podcaster like this, like where it's just personal stories. I honestly, I listen to the D'Amelio girls <laughs> because I think Charlie and Dixie are so funny. Like that's the only podcast. But I do a lot of, um, the first podcast that I really got into was The Cut by Gimlet Media, mm-hmm. which is still really good. It's a different host now and the content's kind of changed a little bit, but it's very, 
I don't want to say girl boss, but it's very feminist and it's empowering. It's not all about telling stories that are important to different women. And they have like Q and A's and things like that, or like personal interviews. So it's, it's really good. But that was the first time that I really got into it. And then since I've been working as a journalist, I do a lot of news podcasts yeah. because it's an easy way for me to get my headlines and things like that. No. And actually so. like after I saw your Spotify wrapped, I was like, dang, I should also hop on like the news podcast like that's how i'll start my day is i'll listen to the bible and then i listen to the daily and then i listen to up first <laughs> yeah which are all great podcasts you should all subscribe to those yeah including the bible <laughs> okay i don't know if this is something you've encountered but like when the bible app they ask you to rate they they ask you do you love the bible app and you have to select an answer i'm like that is so manipulative, which I guess is on brand for the church, but like. <laughs> yeah. And then if you say no or like not really, they'll be like, why? Tell us what's going wrong right now. And you're like, I don't know. Like, I just don't want to tell you that I love it. Like, that's a very charged word. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I know we've talked a little bit about like how we got into podcasting in the sense that we just were like, let's do it. But another element of the story is that I had to start podcasting for my last job. Mm -hmm. So I took over the podcast and I learned how to edit and like slap music on the front and the back that way. So that's kind of how we got to where we are now. What have you learned the most since starting a podcast? Well, I did learn that I couldn't do this alone because I don't know how to edit. So there's <laughs> that. Um, I think that... I would also say it's easier than I anticipated. Like, I remember when we first started, we were like, oh, we can't commit to once a week. Like, this might be a sporadic mm -hmm. thing or, like, maybe we'll say, like, once a month. No, we're – we've been at it. We, like, we've obviously taken, like, a one week off at a few times. But, like, we've been pretty consistent even though, like, we're busy and we're three time zones apart and we've been yeah. traveling. Like, we, we've been pretty on top of it. Yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, so this will be our 21st episode, which we've decided means it's season two now <laughs> of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. But the fact that we've filmed or not filmed, but recorded 20 weeks of content. It doesn't feel like that. That's a lot. Yeah. No. Wow. Well, which I guess makes sense because we started in like what, late August, early September? Yeah, it was definitely September at the latest. Like I remember we had filmed, yeah. recorded a couple episodes by september yeah. so yeah it is something i remember we were so awkward in our first <laughs> call we also like didn't have the tech set up now yeah. we use a really cool website it's called zencaster um i found out about it from a npr reporter i think i said that before but um we get to now have two different audio tracks and we can look at each other like before guys we were literally like facetiming and then we had like audio <laughs> set up on zoom or like team i think we even recorded over teams once like it was just and then like, very discord awkward. was a disaster Oh my gosh. First of all, cage all men who use Discord for <laughs> podcasts. This, wait, yeah, no, really. Mm, that man yeah. did many things wrong, but the worst thing was telling us to use Discord to record. <laughs> to use Discord. I mean, yeah, I remember when we had that bot in there. It was so scary. <laughs> was like, gosh, we were just Clive or no, something. Clive. Like, it was like, wait, I'm going to look. Craig. 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 Just like a white <laughs> Um, so I think we've learned a lot. I think our content has evolved. I think it's just been a very fun experience so far. I've, I've really enjoyed it. I thought it would be something that would be a lot harder, like you said, to even just like keep a schedule for, but 
Um, I don't know. Lots of pros to having a podcast. Um, did you see on Twitter someone tweeted like a link to the Wikipedia page of the list of hobbies? Um, I know that amateur radio was on there, but now I'm like, I need to see if podcasting is on there. Yeah, somebody was asking me, actually, I was having a conversation with one of my friends, and he's like, okay, like, what hobbies are you doing? Like, now that we're all grown-ups and doing things, I was like, well, you know, I'm, like, doing puzzles again, and I guess podcasting, <laughs> like, it's such a weird thing. Or, like, um, I know we've talked about this, too, like, where we'll have to leave social yeah. social situations to be like, sorry, I have to go podcast, or, like, dates. I'll be like, I have to call my <laughs> friend now like i still don't know how to like have conversations about having a podcast so well i'm happy to announce that both listening to podcasts and podcast hosting is on the list yes i have two hobbies <laughs> so let's exciting. see if there's anything about stuffed animals oh, stuffed yeah. boy collecting Swag. we have three hobbies that is really insane to think about. that's more than the average them. twitter user oh my gosh yeah is twitter usage a hobby uh definitely not but i'll check Wait, let me see if like social media is on here yeah social, social media, media is a hobby i don't like that i feel like I social like media is an either. addiction that'd be like gambling is a hobby like i don't No, it's on, don't gambling's it's on the list gambling is on the list <laughs> oh Which, okay usage is a hobby. you don't realize until you're an adult is that gambling is very common like yes the number of people I've met, even in this month alone, that were like, yeah, I love gambling. I'm like, wait, what? Two of my friends last night were gambling. And I was like, you are both separate people, like, in different parts of the country, and you're both gambling at this very no, moment. because like, what? During, my, during my business trip, when we have downtime, there are multiple guys on their phones, like, checking their gambling. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's a guy from high school, and the only time we talk is when he sees a meme that's related to Jesus or Christianity. He sends it to me over Instagram. Or if you know, Wizards lose, like the DC Wizards basketball team lose, and he had bet on them, he'll text me. And I'm like, I I don't have any other conversation cool. with this man. Yeah. I know, and it's also like, why is your gambling my problem? Like, what? It was so weird. Anyways... This is not about podcasting. We've made it too far. Oh, wait. Okay. So yesterday I told someone that I was, I was like, is it too late to give up threatening suicide for Lent? Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, and I just told them like, oh, Ashley said she's giving it up too. And they were like, That's, this is why you guys are such good friends. <laughs> we just think the same suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Which um, – we did put up a box asking one favorite podcast and two what you mm -hmm. look for in a podcast and something that multiple people or maybe I don't know there are only three people answered so maybe it wasn't multiple uh but something that was brought up was good host like uh, uh personalities yeah but also like the hosts going well together like being able oh, to bounce dynamic. together yeah di yeah sure yeah so some of the podcasts that got shouted out um, was Big Soy Naturals, which I have literally never heard about. I have not heard of that either. <laughs> but I love Big Soy. Good for them. <laughs> um, and then Emma Chamberlain's Anything Goes. I think Emma Chamberlain is one of the few. I have beef with her. Personnel. You have beef with her? Is it her house? Uh, no, you you say first and then it's, it's oh, not like legitimate like beef. I think she's somebody that's not boring to listen to or like when okay. she vlogs and things like that. I'm genuinely entertained. A lot of people harp on stupid parts of themselves mm -hmm. or like being dumb to be entertaining. And I think Emma yeah. like, actually is funny. 
continue. I think that's why I have beef. And I guess now that I also have a podcast, the beef can partially get squashed. But like, I don't know. I just don't understand why she above everyone else is like so much more famous than everyone Mm -hmm. in her field. Like, I don't know what she did. And that's the thing is people like, oh, she didn't do anything. That's the point. But I'm like, I would like sometimes last year, like one of my roommates would listen to her podcast while she was cooking. And I was like, there is literally nothing special about anything she said. Like everything she is saying, like I could be doing the same shit, which I guess I am now. Um, (laughs) But I don't know. I just have never understood the hype. Like I don't. And now she's like getting invited to like the Met Gala and she's like interviewing Jack Harlow and Timothy Chalamet. And I'm like, how how did this all transpire? Like this was all just some wild game of chance, which I guess is how everything in in life works. But I was I just I don't get it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think she's just smart. Like she's a businesswoman and she's just diversified her revenue, right? She's on all these different platforms. She's got all these different, she's got her coffee brand. She's, yeah, doing like internet personality things where she's interviewing people on the street or for other like magazine sources. I think her and the D'Amelios are very similar in that way where they're just like everywhere at this point. But also Emma just hasn't gotten canceled yet. Like think about all these like famous YouTubers who like were really big names for like being out there. It's because they were terrible people sometimes like the Paul brothers or like Trisha Paytas. Like everybody. I've never heard someone refer to them as the Paul brothers. (laughs) I know I was going to say Jake Paul, but I was like, Logan is also bad. So like, I don't know which one is which. I know one of them. One of them went to the suicide forest, and one of them fought Molly May's husband. That was Jake' boyfriend. Actually, I think that was okay, both yeah. Logan. Um, Jake was the one who was on <laughs> Disney Channel. He was like on Bizarre Bark or something like that with Lavelle Rodrigo, um, and then he got kicked off. Uh, he, he had the rap battle. Molly Fury fighting Jake Paul. Oh, it was and Jake. Jake Paul lost. Yeah, which like I'm glad. Like that would be embarrassing for. Tommy if it's just ah, whatever anyways so like I think those they have such big personalities but it also comes at such a risk whereas Emma you're right it's just like a normal person who's just been doing it well for a really long time so and again I do think she's intelligent which is also something that sets her apart from some of these other people where like I just don't think they have brains or personalities sometimes but no and my beef definitely like there is a lot of it is jealousy right um I'll say that um it's very it's a very like Enneagram type four. I was just going to say that I was going to be like, as a four, why isn't she more special? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but yeah, those are the ones that our Mm -hmm. listeners shouted out. Do you have any favorite podcasts other than the ones? I don't know if you listed any. Yeah, so I mentioned the cut. I also really like... Um, I think it's called like the big time show or something like that. I'll have to look it up. It's this Twilight. The big time rush? No. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, I'll say <laughs> the Trojan Horse Affair is an investigative podcast. It's by the New York Times, and it's really interesting. It's an investigative podcast about this like education issue that happened in Great Britain, but it also is done by a Muslim reporter who talks about like how this was Islamophobic and like changed his community. And he talks a lot about like how his identity plays into his role as a journalist. Like I think it's just like a really cool um like investigative but also narrative piece. Oh, it's called the Big Hit Show. And it's got a like six episode sequence on the 
Twilight books slash movies. And I think it's so good. I binged it like in two days. So I really like those sort of long form, like multi-episode podcasts that all fit together. I've been listening to The Dropout, which is the Elizabeth Holmes Theranos story Mm. too, which isn't like timely, but I think it's interesting and she's kind of scary to me. So those are mine. What about you? Dangers of girl bossing. Exactly. Um, Yeah. I have noticed I do listen to a lot more podcasts than a lot of my peers. Mm. Um, I think, well, for me, in my little ADHD brain, sometimes music is not enough to fill the void. Yeah. Um, like some people are like, I can't listen to music while I work. I'm like, I need a podcast blasting through my ears sometimes. <laughs> like I need on top of everyone in the office talking, I need someone talking into my ear. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, my favorites, um, I mentioned this last week, but Perfect Person by Miles Bonsignore, mm-hmm. who is a Try Guys podcast producer. And he basically, he's like the one host, but he always has at least one guest. Um, and they do like advice call in stuff. And then, um, yeah. And then uh that one's probably my favorite of like try guys and try guys adjacent podcasts but i do listen to the tripod as well as you can sit with us which is their wives and partners yeah um this is a recent favorite but and it just got a rebrand it used to be called the jordan Teresa podcast and now it's voice notes with jordan Teresa. i started watching her youtube videos a few months ago and she does like social commentary, but then also just like media analyses. And I used to like not love, like I definitely think that she was really intelligent and I aligned with her on a lot of things, but I wasn't like fully on board because I could not stand her accent at first. And she's even said like, people will DM her and be like, why why do you talk like that? And she has also said that she tones down her accent for, the, she's British. Um, she tones down her accent for her videos, but eventually I like came around to it. And I, I, yeah, I think like the, her naming it voice notes is really fitting. Cause it, that's like what it feels like. And I think that also ties back to like good host chemistry. Um, and then two little gay podcasts that I love. There's under our roof by Grace and Lizzie Baldridge. Mm-hmm. Um, um that one's like pretty calm and peaceful and then the more chaotic one is chosen family by ashley gavin elena joy and mac injamy um who are all like big on tiktok i believe mm-hmm. especially uh, like i know ashley does like stand up and mac does like gay thirst traps <laughs> i know there's probably other stuff too that mm-hmm. she does but i don't really remember um yeah and then the news podcast that we mentioned earlier um yeah i was also gonna shout out i've been listening to this one it's called good school it's a higher education podcast but it's by a group of community college journalists and they talk about like what education means and like how we should think about what it means to be a good school and it's been really interesting so far and it's very silly like it's got a lot of personality to it oh and pepperdine graphics the graph you should all Mm. listen to that because it's just good it's very silly so yeah um do we want to walk everyone through like a the podcast process yeah um first of all we really do this off the cuff i don't know if that's like not evident at this point (laughs) but (laughs) this is very spontaneous we do we have a running list of ideas which Mm -hmm. i don't even know how to explain how we get there what like how where do we even get ideas from uh sometimes 
it's from like the media we watch. If like if like something I watch or listen to talks about something, I'm like, ooh, this will be good to have a conversation about. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people will suggest things. Yeah, we have like some- go for it. Oh no! And sometimes things just like pop in my head. Like yesterday, that idea I shared with you about like East Coast West Coast the great debate have mm-hmm. like we can have people like who have experience with either or both or whatever and I was like that was just like some random thing that popped into my head yeah yeah and the other thing is we've also tailored some of our episodes around our guests so like talking about roommates was something that we had specifically decided for Haley to join us about or yeah. Emily and Enneagrams and we've got some special guests coming up very very soon so stay tuned for that yeah. which we're super excited about but um yeah i think it just kind of depends and then obviously like there were some bigger issues like the cosmo article mm-hmm. was its own spiel um yeah i don't know so we yeah so we pick an idea we decide when we're going to call i normally jot down a couple notes in my phone yeah to just sort of i try to yeah know what i'm talking about sometimes i don't and sometimes it's just like burr, 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 burr. and then I lay on my floor. I've heard that the best way to get sound quality is to be not soundproofed. A lot of people record in their closets, fun fact. And I did that a lot in the pandemic when I'd be on the graph, like Pepperdine's podcast. But um, they say if you put your laptop on carpet and then have some sort of insulation around you, you'll do better. I do have a podcast mic. You have a mic with head. You have headphones with a mic, which is better for our sound quality. But Maybe uh, we'll start a Patreon and you can guys yeah. can buy us podcast mics. So we'll have better quality. Yeah. Listen, I crowdfunded this Eeyore right here. We can certainly crowdfund a microphone. Okay. The only thing is I have a microphone. I just don't know how to set it up. So I just need to get smarter. Wait, what? I have a podcast mic. My uncle bought it for me for Christmas. Wait, is that not what you've been using? No, I'm just like vibing here. Oh. Oh, I thought you'd been. Oh, okay. I know, me too. I was just like, can, well, let's figure it out when I come visit. <laughs> okay, yeah. By May, if I'm not using my podcast mic, you guys can buy me a new one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I download the audio files and then I just splice it all together. Sometimes we know like what our cold open is going to be. Like we'll have a funny moment while we're recording and be like, oh yeah, like that was it. Other times, I don't know. I just kind of vibe with it. And then I cut, 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 clean it up, make sure we're censored. And then I send it off to Alicia. And yeah. I don't know, you just like listen to it. Yeah, I listen to it. And like, usually, like, I'd say like 90% of the time, maybe more, it's like perfect as is. Um, sometimes there's like a little bit, I feel, I'm trying to remember. I know I've like sent it back and be like, oh, this person's name wasn't bleeped out. Or yeah. like, Sometimes I'll be like, okay, you you didn't catch this swear word, but I also don't really care. So it's only if you care that right. you can bleep it out. But, yeah. Um, or there'll be yeah. nights like where I was editing it at like 2 a.m. And she's like, so you did leave 30 seconds of like zero Pure audio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. In the middle of the recording. And I'll be like, ah, shoot. Like, let me go back and clean yeah. that up. So, yeah. And then we send it off. We schedule it for Thursday morning. On Anchor. On Anchor. Yeah. Love you, Anchor. XOXO. Um, for 8 a.m. Eastern time, and yeah. we just wait for you all to fall in love with us. Yeah, 
And Anchor is really useful because okay, this like isn't an ad. No, we're not getting like, paid for this. It's just being prepared for um, us to say this more. Yeah, but Anchor is really useful because when you like upload on there, it will go to all of the platforms at once. So mm-hmm. like Spotify, Apple Music, the Amazon mm-hmm. Elect. No, what is what is the Amazon thing called? It's um, Amazon Music. Yeah. Amazon Music, yeah. Um, all all the things, they all go out at once. And then it also lets you look at your analytics. Mm-hmm. That's how we knew that Canadians really like us. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically what happens is we get an RSS feed, If for those of you who are a little techier. And I could have us on more platforms, but I honestly don't think we're missing anybody by not being on, like, iHeartRadio or Overcast. Yeah. Like, there's some that, like, yeah. we could be distributing to more. Um and then, yeah, we see a lot of our engagement come in through Spotify, which is not atypical because Spotify is the superior listening platform. Sorry if you're listening to this on something so else. Um, the funny thing about having our RSS feed is we'll get bot emails. I don't know if they're like actual bots, but all these people who will be like, host your podcast on our like random website. And I'm like, that's fake. Like, this is not a real website. Or like this one person like made us a website to host our podcast like on his like site and it just like didn't make any like I didn't understand it and so I just haven't responded to him so let me see oh I was gonna give advice for our friends if they wanted to start a podcast here's yes yeah yeah that's that's kind of where I was going to oh amazing okay so yeah my number one was find your niche or find your person because I think the most entertaining podcasts have a really tight subject or a really good dynamic which I know like I don't want to beat the dead horse there oh I was like writing my articles as I always do right and I realized that a lot of the like turns of phrases that I use are very violent like to target yes. did you see that from the hip or, like, yeah, yeah yeah and I'm like whoa like I use a lot of really violent language and I don't know if it's because like I'm a military kid or what but I was like no <laughs> no English is just like that no people were like ragging on the infographic but I was like no, actually, I'll have you know, for the last four years, I've been trying to avoid saying gun and shoot, and mm-hmm. there's, like, no way around it. So that was actually very useful to me. Yeah. And uh, I, like, one of my friends actually, like, got into a, like, Facebook fight with someone from their church because that person was like, oh, my gosh, like, people are so sensitive. And my friend was like, actually, it, it might just be really helpful for people who, like, these words are, like, based on their experience, mm-hmm. like, for them to hear or say. Right. Um. So, yeah, I mean, like, no, the infographic was a little funny, but I was like, okay, this, like, is beneficial because also, like, because I didn't grow up speaking English in the household, like, a lot of these phrases I just say, like, I know what they, how they're used based on context of listening to other native English speakers, but I don't always know exactly, like, I couldn't explain what it means. Right. So that's why it's also harder for me to, like, figure a way around it. Yeah. So I was like, this is helpful actually right. but it is funny still yeah it was just interesting i was just thinking about it and i was like why is all like why are all the metaphors yeah. and similes that i want to pull from right now violent like this no I don't need to say two words one stone beat the dead horse yeah yeah okay um number two that i had was be authentic i think people have the best personalities when it's just their own like i said when we were really awkward and like overthinking this it was just worse because we couldn't yeah say what we wanted to say um and number three was don't over edit um or just keep it really tight like if you're going to have it something like this like i don't want a lot of like sounds and dings and like other things in the middle um or it needs to be like a lot of content really compact 
Um, coming yeah. in prepared is always better. We talked about that a little bit. And then, yeah, I was going to promote Zencaster again. Like Zoom was fine, yeah. but being able to work with multiple audio files and having yeah. um, the video component is super, super helpful. And if we did want to do a video podcast, we could, but mm-hmm. we're both. I know we've talked about it, but I think like we don't care enough when it comes time to like when we no. use, I don't know. But, it is 9 yeah, p.m. on no, a about, Sunday, you know? Yeah. No, but about um, like minimal editing, like someone did bring up what they look for in a podcast as like raw, unedited, like conversation flowing nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want like I do love the really produced news, but I think mm-hmm. it's very different. It's a different setting yeah. and it's a context yes, exactly. that doesn't always need to be super in depth and also yeah. it's just it's a lot of work and your people don't appreciate it as much i was thinking like <laughs> i would love for our listener submissions to come in as voice notes maybe one voice, day like yes i was like, thinking about that call into a voicemail i'd love to do that in some capacity and we just have to get better at planning and timing that so people could actually yeah contribute um but yeah something that i look for is like does it feel like you're if there's two like multiple hosts does it feel like you are having this conversation with them like does mm-hmm. it feel like you're right there included like versus like watching a movie you know yeah or like if there's one host does it feel like your friend is sending you voice notes on yeah. the, you know so like i think that's where a lot of like the character comes out is like through minimal editing and like yeah like the the like i mean to an extent like the awkward pauses the laughs like the jokes you know yeah yeah and i think there is something to be said when it is really scripted and like flows super super well like you can tell that they've put in a lot of work and effort but i also like you said it does bring you into the conversation more and it feels more personal so yeah yeah and it relieves some pressure like Mm -hmm. if you're like oh i don't know how to like edit to this capacity it's like well there is like a lot of people who are looking for that kind of like Mm -hmm feel yeah Yeah. and i the other words that stood out to me in our listener responses i don't want to i want to say reader but um being thought provoking was interesting like giving tangible things to chew on and then um candid and confident were two words that i also liked Mm -hmm. as well i think if you're gonna do the dang thing you just gotta do it like there's i've listened yeah. to some like startup podcasts before i listened to this one girl's like enneagram podcast and i was like she just doesn't really like don't sidestep the conversation you know you just gotta go in with a lot of opinions sometimes and you can backtrack and segue as you need to but just just go for it also um and this is something where i have like tried to work on in all areas of my life but like tackling cringe the whole like listen it's only cringe if you think it's cringe and if you don't think it's cringe and other people think it's cringe it's cringe that they're thinking so much about you exactly like it's really like embrace the cringe right don't kill the yeah don't kill the cringe and kill the part of you that wait what is it do you know what i'm talking about Mm. oh don't kill the cringe kill the part of you that cringes oh slay Yeah, that yeah. was the thing. Is like I was like so embarrassed that we were doing this, not because I think like mm-hmm. having a podcast is embarrassing, but because I knew that it was going to be rough at the beginning, and like yes. it just was going to be kind of a learning curve, and like the idea of sharing and like things. listening to ourselves talk. Yeah, it just it really does take some settling into, and so not that we're experts twenty episodes in, no. but 
Um, just the things that we've learned. This is like us giving life advice as post-grad. We're like, now that we've been graduated for four months, like, here's what you need Actually, to know. Actually, we're the best post-grads the world's ever seen. And this is the best podcast in the world. Absolutely. And we know everything all the time, always. So do you have any parting thoughts on podcasting? Do we want to talk about names or like what this podcast was almost called? Oh, the rejected podcast ideas. Do you still have that list? I okay, so I know that I can pull up the tweet that had like our top four Mm -hmm. that people were voting. Um, because okay, so early this week, my I was talking about my Twitter, and my coworker was like, "Oh, I'm gonna find your Twitter." I'm like, "No, you're not. Like, that's the one social media you won't be able to find mine." And he was like stumped for a bit, and he was like, "Oh, I know what to do." And he just goes into the Twitter search bar and searches up. I told my stuffed animals about us because who the fuck else has ever tweeted that before? And then he found it. Bro, are you kidding? Okay, so the the final four was drama dumps with trauma queens, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm glad. Okay, that was funny, but I feel like it would be like the people it would be funniest to is us, and it's very wordy. Yeah, I also found the thing that I suggested after you said that was fire and lice. <laughs> was my second <gasps> suggestion. <laughs> Anyways, see that's like, that's definitely like topical for this season of life but i'm like can you imagine like later on like what are we gonna do with that Fire and um, pour me a glass um i think that was cute and then longer than a voice memo um yeah that that's been said yeah. and then um wine and dine and dash was also something that i had contributed to our list so. wine and dine and dash i don't really know where that came from but and- no, I I'm just realizing I don't know any other words that start with D. Um, peas in a podcast. Coast oh yeah, but coast. that was that was already a podcast though. Yeah, there was like right? so many different um podcasts that were really similar to that. Um, sorry to our exes was one that I suggested. Oh. Um, coffee house was one that you suggested. Um, did I really? Mm-hmm. Why did I say that? It was a bit. I had suggested. Open mic night. Sorry to our exes. Oh yeah. Rebank. No, so true. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Was you? And then you said, "Why does the official Church of the Latter Day Saints need an Instagram account?" And I said, "That's too long for a podcast title." <laughs> Do you remember um, the first time we were, co- or one of the first few times you were like, "Let me send the Zoom link," and you just copy pasted something, but the thing that was previously on your keyboard was like just a random string of letters and symbols that was like far too long. <laughs> I don't even remember, but I totally believe it. <laughs> like <laughs> that's yeah. That's real. You know what? I'm just I'm keeping it fresh. That's the one thing like I'll do that all the time like in a work email where I'll be like, "And here's the uh-huh. link to the published article." And then it's just like the most no. random note. It's just not what it's supposed to be. So, um should we hop in? Yeah. What is your pop culture moment of the week? Okay. So this like, this has been relevant for a while and I just like forgot to talk about it until now, but I want to talk a bit about this whole de-influencing movement. So I, yeah, this, this was towards the tail end of my TikTok experience, but now people on YouTube are talking about it. So I think what it is, right now and here's the thing is that de-influencing has been around for a while just in different forms like it used to be like people doing like anti-hauls um which i'll explain all of that but de-influencing i think this new movement or like new wave of it 
came out like after mascara gate or michaela gate whatever people are calling it with the whole fake lash thing and people were like oh like we like put too much trust in influencers and sometimes they recommend stuff that isn't good so here's a bunch of things that people recommend that i don't like and a lot of it is like don't get a dyson air wrap or like whatever um and yeah like people used to do on youtube they do like anti-hauls which is like instead of Whereas a haul would be like, let me show you this like $500 worth of Sephora stuff that I just bought. Yeah. It's like, oh, here are all the big things that people are talking about that I'm not buying. And this is why I'm not buying them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, I've also seen on TikTok where people will talk about overconsumption and like the Amazonification yeah. of purchases and they'll like rack up like how much things cost like they'll put screenshots of all those yes. items next to them and that's yes. something that i've been seeing a lot of de-influencing of just on my for you page is like how much it would actually yeah. take to be this person with all these products so yeah um, continue to your analysis yeah so i just think it's interesting first of all calling it de-influencing is very silly because it is literally influencing like just because you're telling someone not to do something it's still it does not make it not influencing. Yeah. that is influencing just in the opposite direction right. um but yeah i think it's it just like it misses the mark because the whole point of like anti-influencing is like oh we're consuming too much and we're mindlessly buying things that we don't need and like that was kind of like what led to the downfall of beauty YouTube is like people were like, oh, we have way too much stuff. Like people were like amassing these huge collections that never got right. used. And then like people kind of a lot of beauty YouTubers reached a breaking point like during the pandemic where they're like, what is the fucking point right. of all of this? And it's yeah, I mean, history always repeats itself. So like now that's happening on TikTok, but it's like I don't, it's just so weird because people are like oh we're like not listening to influencers and i'm like no you still are in fact like i don't know people just i mean this is a problem with social media in general but things get twisted to be so black and white Mm -hmm. they're like okay this person really loved the dyson airwrap maybe they just really love it they're not lying to you like some people sure are lying so getting paid but some people genuinely like it and if you don't that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the airwrap that just means it doesn't go well with your hair type or whatever yeah, I think I like the idea of reducing overconsumption, but it is interesting yeah. to be like all people who promote any products are wrong because there are products that do improve people's daily lives. And like we have had advertising for yeah. literally thousands of years. Like this is not a new trend or anything like the way that it's being done and the ways that it is. I don't know. Brainwashing people might be a little new, but it's also like this yeah. is I, I'm glad people are trying to pull back the curtain on how overconsumption and aggressive advertising can promote unhealthy standards of like what it means to just be a person and live in your house or own clothes or things like that but at the same time you are also garnering views for this and you're also racking up likes like you are gaining infamy i guess by doing the exact same thing that they are which is posting on social media so i i don't know if it really is like the movement that people think it is but it it is good to have that conversation more publicly because it has gotten exhausting just to see the amount of different ways to like fill i hate people who take boxes and like other containers and re like put them in a different container for the sake of like having their laundry yeah like i was talking about this yesterday stupid like just leave it in the plastic container oh my god I know. So here's the thing. And I do you ever feel like there's like a thought that's been bringing your head that's not fully formed, mm-hmm. but like when it does form, like you will be unstoppable. Yeah. 
I think what's currently brewing in my head is like how dystopian these re restock videos are. Because okay, here's the thing. I'll admit, I used to love those. Like I used to fall asleep watching mm-hmm. those. Like, cause they were so calming to me. Like I get it for the ASMR, but yeah, like, and someone months ago, I don't even know where I saw it, but someone pointed out like when we are like, when people are taking like this box, like say this, like go, go squeeze box and putting it into this clear unlabeled container, it's like they're removing branding and they're, and so in a sense, they can kind of free themselves from how much they're consuming and how much they just bought. Mm -hmm. Because then they're like, oh, like it's just this container that keeps getting filled up, and the container is blank and clean, and yeah, like it's. It's also uh, like I understand like people who use glass products or reusable products instead, like as a zero waste yeah. initiative, and I think that's great. Like people who yes. buy like, you know, like soap or um, shampoo that are like tablets, and they need to be put in these things instead yeah. of you know like the plastic bottles that we all get. Like I think waste reduction is really important in that way but that's not what this is right you're buying more plastic yeah. and you're buying other containers just to and again always like have the visual of it being fully stocked like when they have like 15 million sodas in their fridge mm-hmm. i'm like who are you like feeding like who is drinking all this soda and like why does the fridge need to be full like that the one that is the most dystopian to me is the bathroom rest- the guest bathroom yes. restock they're like my sister is staying with me for three days so i bought eight Garnier makeup removers and four Tatcha moisturizers and three jade rolls. I'm like, for what? A hotel doesn't even do that. Toothbrushes too. I'm like, why do we have so many? Oh my god! Yeah, using a new one. Like, what is the reason? I don't get. And I am somebody who loves hosting. Like, I love having everything like ready for people to come over. Like, I do own like extra sheets and things like that and towels. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't need single use products. Like, this is ridiculous. No, also like. I have offered, like, every time someone sleeps over, I'm like, oh, you can use my toiletries if yeah. you want. And everyone's like, oh, like, I like the ones right, I have. And I'm the same way. Like, what? It's, and again, like, no. a hotel doesn't do that. Like, the, somebody you're yeah. paying doesn't do and that. And let alone, like, Tacho, which is worth, like, $70. Gosh, it's just so ridiculous. Like, yeah. And then I also hate the ice restocks. Mm-hmm. Like, also, like, first of all, like, I'm not, it's not the ice molds that I hate. I've been using those since before TikTok even existed. But... People keep spilling and they don't do anything. Like here, when I do it, I do it in the freezer so I don't have to move it. But they're like pouring super messily and there's stuff all over the counter. (laughs) And then there's the ones that you like put the cap on top and then like liquid spurts out when you put the cap on. And and like people in the comments are like, that's so wasteful. Like that's so extra. Like you don't need to be doing all that. And they're like, I just like to be extra with those like sparkle emojis. I'm like, you were... I I don't even like that. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. That's so. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know, and I just think it's teaching people to like. It reminds me of that video. I don't remember which of the Kardashians did this, but they like, like I think it's Chloe. Like layered up these Oreo cookies like in a jar. It was this ginormous jar of Oreo cookies, and she'd like restock her pantry. And it's like, will you eat mm. all that food, or are you setting an expectation for your family that like you must always have more than enough like dry ugly oreo cookies like stacked in the jar like it just doesn't make any sense to me and i I don't know if i'm just like jaded because i can't afford to live like this but i just don't think it makes sense well that's that's the thing is something else about expectations is there's so many young impressionable people on that app who are gonna think like this is what adulthood is like i'm gonna be able to do all this and that's why i appreciate so much like the accounts that duet and like tally the prices up because then you like realize like 
oh, like this one restock was over $300. Like that is not what even remotely close to what the average person is is doing. Right. Um, and like, I just hate that like kids are seeing all these like clean fridges and bathrooms fully stocked and they're like this is what i want my house to look like in a few years right. and it's like it's not going to and that is perfectly okay yeah, it's just unnecessary so i am pro the idea of yeah anti-advertising but i don't know if de-influencing is really what they think it is yeah so uh, what's your pop culture i honestly don't have a whole lot going on my twitter feed has been so bad like i feel like i don't even know what's going on in the world because i'm getting like weird discourse on like yeah sex and i'm like that's like not important to me okay basketball too wait there's a lot of sex discourse going on and i just don't care i'm sorry um eras tour is in 12 days i was thinking i don't know if i want to do this on the main or my close friends or what this probably also ties in with the whole like like cringe thing but i'm like i kind of want to do a game of like how likely is it that each of my like top 13 taylor swift songs will get played at eras like but then i'm like do people give a shit (laughs) Yeah. Um, like, my least favorite thing is putting up a poll and getting, like, three responses. <laughs> it is, like, sad when you're, like, this isn't even data that other people want to contribute to. Yeah. Like, uh, so, yeah, I was, like, well, if I do it on close friends, I can save myself the embarrassment. But there's so many Swifties that aren't on my close friends. So, like, what do I, don't know. I What's Oliver's favorite Taylor Swift song? Cowboy Like Me? <laughs> no, he's a love song boy. I was going to say love story Aww. or like i feel like he's a debut guy you know Our song? like at his yeah maybe um only me with i'm with you yeah, that's a good one mm. i love that song it's a really good one mm. or mary song mary song is so good i love a childhood friends to lovers yeah. what's um Baldwin, yours favorite um He actually likes John Mayer. No, I'm kidding. Um, mm, let me see. What did I say was his favorite album? Oh, Speak Now, because he speaks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe Enchanted. I think he likes Enchanted or Haunted. Oh, Haunted is good. Him and his thistles. Yeah. He can- um, stuffed animal moment besides this. Mm, oh, changed my sheets this afternoon. And I was couldn't find Squish anywhere. I was like, where did he go? He was all wrapped up in the sheets. I had left him and I had discarded him. So it wasn't a good stuffed animal moment of the week, but it was like a little scary trauma for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. Emojis, I've been loving doing, like, the tomato with the throwing effect. Oh, that's my favorite. It's so fun. Um, I have <laughs> – this is so bad. So I'm still talking to my West Point friends, right? And I'll send them mm-hmm. the horn, like, the bugle emoji, like, in the morning oh, yeah. as if it was, like, do 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 Oh, it's like the, the opposite. Okay, that's a better direction than I expected. The bell, you know, instead of being like ding, I want your yeah, attention. It's like good, good morning, but 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 it up. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. Um, yeah, that's what I got. 
Any parting words, parting podcast words? Support your friend's shitty podcast. So true. Don't get mad at us when we start reading ads. Yeah. Let us know what your favorite ad is. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stop! (laughs) 